0: Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to the Greg McAfee Show. Now, let's get started. And welcome back to the Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss the steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we'll be discussing how to hire better. So when you think about hiring, you know, there's just so many different processes of hiring. And as I coach different businesses and I ask them how they hire, unfortunately, a lot of the trades um, were still hiring the same old way that we did 20 years ago. And guess what? That doesn't work anymore. So I'm just going to lay out uh, four or five ways uh, to improve our hiring process. And we definitely need a process for hiring because it's just a whole new world. On uh, number one, we know it's extremely hard to find people. Everyone I talk to, no matter what part of the United States, um, everyone has a challenge finding good people. And then they also have a challenge keeping good people. So we're going to talk just a little bit about that today. But uh, Number one is you need to know who you are and what you want to be as a company. Now, I often say you need to know what you want to do when you grow up, okay? As a company, you need to know what you want to do. Um, Who are you? What do you stand for? Um, What's your culture? What's your culture look like? Um, we uh, We have our own culture. Every company has a culture. And we also have the McAfee Way. And I think I spent a whole podcast talking about the McAfee Way. It's on a card. It's just a simple um, six words, very simple, that really describes the McAfee Way. Um, And it's um, a very strong portion of our culture. And uh, the McAfee Way, it has to do with integrity, caring, uh, consistency, innovation, team, and culture. So, um, we maintain integrity. We take care of people. We dem- we demonstrate a culture that strives for perfection. Um, in other words, we, sh- we uh, try to do things right the first time. Uh, we give consistency to everyone, our customers, our suppliers, and our employees. And um, we're very innovative, uh, growing and learning, always trying to stay ahead of the competition, which I love to do. And we just make wise decisions as a team. I, I keep people informed. I ask a lot of questions, um, you know, from our part-time driver all the way up to our VP of operations. I want to know what you think. I want to know uh, if you have any ideas on how we can improve anything. You know, I'm constantly asking questions um, uh, about concerning that. So it's, in very, it's very important, rather, to know who you are and what you want to be as a company and it starts with your culture. So you can't hire anyone if you don't know your culture. You can't hire anyone who's, who's going to be great and stick in your company if you don't know your culture. Does that make sense? Because you've got to know who you are in order to hire someone who fits in your company. And so you also need to know your image. You know, image is is very important in my company. Um, image is everything. You know, it's who we are. It's what we do. From from our thirty thousand square foot facility to um, to what it looks like inside our facility, from our sheet metal shop to our receiving and shipping area to our offices in the warehouse, to our customer service area with our sit stand desks, to my office uh, to to the front uh, entryway, um, all the way across the board to our parking lot. Just had our parking lot completely redone this year. Uh, been in this building six years. It's It was built in 1996, original parking lot, and I just had it all tore out and redone. Um, could I have got by with just continuing to just code it? Probably, but image is everything. I had the money. I had it done. Um, Just got a new roof. Nobody sees the roof, but it needed a new roof. We had plenty of leaks in here. It's a flat roof. Used to have the rubber with actually the hundreds of tons of, probably thousands of tons of gravel on top of it. I don't know whose idea that was. But anyway, we just got a new roof last year. Got a new roof last year. New parking lot this year. Keeping things up is very important to me. Maintaining things, very important to me. Uh, then you've got to look at our trucks, got to look at our trucks, got to look what they look like. Just having them all, we just designed, uh, um, hired a co- new company, partnered with a new company I should say, who's handling all our um, creative, marketing, advertising, uh, branding, and uh, we just designed a new look, um, a new logo and a new look, and we're having all our trucks wrapped. Uh, big investment. Now let's look at our team. Let's, our look at our, our team on the inside, we've got uh, expectations on how we dress in our office. We've got definitely got expectations on how we dress out in the field. We've got some really nice uniforms, um, but I'll talk about this in a minute on how we wear our uniforms. That's important. It's important to me. It's important. It's our image. It's what we do. I can't hire anyone who's going to be successful here and stick if, if I don't know my image and I don't, and and they can't fit into my image. That's very important. So we just don't hire anyone. Um, so you've got the culture, you've got your image, and then you just basically need to know what you stand for. I mean, why are you in business and what do you stand for? Um, you've got, you'll stand for something or you'll what? Fall for anything. So, um, you know, what we stand for is is going to be what I read off that card, you know, high integrity, excellence. Uh, we care for people. We're very innovative. We're very team oriented. You've got to stand for something or you don't know who to bring on your team because if you hire people who don't stand for anything and you stand for a lot, it's not going to be a good fit. Okay. Does that make sense? And that's why so many people have problems hiring people. Um, you know, number one, you've got to find the people, then you got to find the right people, but you don't know if they're the right people because you don't know who you are and what you want to be as a company. And that's very important that we do all of us. Okay. Then we've got, um, where are we looking? Where are we looking for people? I'm, I'm asked every day, where do you find people? Well, there are many online sites that you can just place one ad and and it and and one particular i can think of just drops it in every every um format every avenue every website for uh job classification just drops it everywhere and that's uh that's pretty cool i don't know how that works but it works and uh that's that's getting your you know getting the app getting your job classification out there that you're actually hiring yeah that's a great thing to do But you also, suggestion, we also need to uh, visit high schools. We need to visit trade schools. We need to speak at certain events. We need to have our team at certain um, job shows. Um, You know, we've got to be out there wherever there's, wherever someone's um, interested in in visiting for a job, we've got to be here and uh, be there rather. And um, we've also got to be on social media. Um, even if it's on your personal uh, Facebook page or Twitter or whatever it is, you you've gotta let people know you're hiring and what you're looking for, uh, because you never know who's gonna read it. That says my son is in HVAC and he's looking for a career change. I'm gonna tell him you're hiring, or my husband, or my brother, or my friend, or whoever, uh, my sister, whoever. Um, so you gotta get the word out there and. You know, you've got to try different. You got to be creative. the The old days of just putting an ad in the newspaper and people applying eh, it just doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work around here anyway. Doesn't work for anyone I coach anyway. But I'm sure it, it still works somewhere. And you know, there are a lot of challenges today. I've been told that we have a, a lot of people um, applying for jobs, setting the um, interview schedule they're on the schedule to be interviewed and then they don't show and i'll be honest with you for a while i thought it was me and then i had our um, state we had our state auditor and he's running for office again he visited me and uh, i was talking to him and he brought up the subject he said hey do you guys have many no-shows uh during for your uh recruiting interview process I was like, yes. Why? He goes, you're not the only one. It's everywhere. He said, everywhere I go, that's a that's a big challenge, are no-shows. You schedule them to come in and they no-show. They don't call you. They don't tell you. They just no-show. And I said, so what's up with that? And he said, well, they can't remain on, number one, they can't remain on unemployment, of course, if they get a job. And number two, they can't get special funding if they get hired. All they have to do is say they spoke with a company and they didn't get hired and they continue to get funding. And he goes, it's going on everywhere. And it's 2021. And I can probably tell you why this is going on, but I won't get political right now. So that's a big challenge for everyone. Um, you know, people not showing up, uh, for interviews, uh, and, uh, we just got to find, you know, you've got to, you've got to be creative. Um, we also want to talk about the, uh, interview process. Very, very important. Um, and I actually meant to bring our, our handbook in here. It's a pretty thick handbook. It's on a ring. Uh, we don't hand the handbook out to every employee. We have about four or five copies Uh, within our company in different stations. And if you need to read the handbook, it's available to read. It's laminated and you just put it back where it goes. If you need it, got a question about what we do or how we do it, you can get the handbook out, find it. Um, But we don't hand it out to everyone. Um, Years and years ago, we used to hand one out to everyone and then they'd get lost and it ended up in another company's hands and I'm sure it could still get in the co- another company's hands and I'm sure they're out there asking for them when they hire someone from us or or who used to work here. But uh, I'd just rather keep them in house now and at any time uh, an employee wants to look at one, they're available to read. Uh, but anyway, the, um, the interview process. Uh, first of all, you've got for McAfee, I'm just going to talk about McAfee and this is what I teach. This is what I train. Um, you got the phone interview, which is what we call the pre-employment screening. We're screening them over the phone to see if they're a good fit to even take up our time or their time to come in here. So, you know, first of all, if they, um, we actually call them and set up the time for a phone interview. So if we call them and they're not ready, then we'll just figure it wasn't a good fit. And, um, and then we'll, if we do get a hold of them, we're going to ask them certain questions, you know, just simple questions of, you know, where where did they work last? How long have they been unemployed, or if they're, or, or if they're still working, how long have they worked there? That would be a positive thing, by the way, if they're still working. Uh, but everybody does get laid off or lose jobs, so we just want to know. I mean, if they've been unemployed for, you know, three, four, five, six months, probably not a good thing. Uh, probably won't last here uh, or they won't show up for the in the interview uh, the live interview so that's what you've got is pre you know pre-employment how many days did you miss last year a, pre, a pre-employment screening you can ask how many days did you miss last year and um, you know how many days were you tardy all those types of things we're looking for a certain number zeros the best number. Um, because we just have at McAfee, we just have a high, a very, a very low number of people late and calling off. So it's not the norm here. It starts at the top and trickles down. Um, I, ha- I have some people that's been here close to 14 years. And other than um, having a baby and being off for maternity leave, I don't think she's ever missed a day. Um and it starts at the top and trickles down. That's, that's just what I'll say. Uh, so they go from the phone interview to a live interview, second person, different person who, than who did the phone interview, uh, preferably. And then they ask a series of questions. And if they like that person, then they'll more than likely, it's rare. They could get it. Uh, we could make an offer right there. It just depends on the, the position. But more than likely, it might go to a live third interview with another person interviewing or two. And uh, at that point, uh, we would probably ask them, if we make you an offer, are you ready to accept?" And if they say yes, uh, then we will um, then we will move forward. Um, with a with a written offer. Now, if they say, "Well, I've I've got to sleep on it," then we're probably just going to give them a verbal offer. I'm not going to hand them something to take with them. Um, this, you know, I'll just give. We'll just give them a verbal offer. This is what we're looking at. This is this is the rate of pay, and you know, you're going to get this many PTOs and blah blah blah. It's just a verbal. If that interests you, go home, talk to your spouse, whoever, think about it. Let us know but I'm not going to hand them an offer to take home with them. I just don't do that. I don't like to do that. Uh, if they're ready to make an offer today right now, um, we will present the offer and then they can sign it. If they, if, if, we get that far and they still say, I want to go home, then we'll keep the offer. They've, they've seen it. They know what it is and they can think about it and get back with us. So um, we'll also... Um, we also may, if there's three different people interviewing, or four or five different people interviewing, depending on the the position, then we will discuss among ourselves on uh, what you think um, here, pros and cons. Um, we'll also, I think it's um, very few people call previous employers, and I just wish I just wish they would sometimes people leave here. I just wish I'd give anything if someone would call me and say, I'm calling on so-and-so, you know, would you rehire them? You know, that that's just a great question. It's a legal question. Would you rehire them? Uh, I'll tell you when I call someone and they say no, um, probably pretty good chance I won't hire them. Um, why, I mean, why wouldn't you hire them back? Did they leave on good terms? No, they didn't. So, um, so many people that have left McAfee for multiple reasons, whether they were asked to leave or left on their own, um, so many people get hired because of just who we are, our reputation, all you gotta do is go out there and say I worked for McAfee for six months, a year, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. Um, you're going to get hired because everyone knows McAfee trains well. They do it right. Uh, Top-notch organization. That's just the reputation we have. So very few people get um, a very long interview. You've worked at McAfee. You've got a pulse. We're putting you in a truck tomorrow. We're putting you at a desk tomorrow. We're putting you in a management position tomorrow. Um, So, you know, it's... uh, it is what it is, but boy, you just don't, you don't really know why they left here, folks. If they were that good, they might still be here. I don't know. Just saying. Um, so definitely worth calling previous em- employers. Definitely worth calling um, employment references. Not friends, not family. Employment references. I worked for John for three years, he was my supervisor, I'm using him as, as a reference, you better believe we're gonna call him. Um, or I worked with Mary, she wasn't my supervisor, but I worked with her for two years, you better believe we're gonna call her, okay? Mary, if you had an opportunity, your own business, would you hire this person, yes or no, and why? Okay, uh, So, but so many people don't call Previous employers, and they don't call employment references or any reference. But let's let's face it, folks. If you call um, a parent to get a reference on their son or daughter, what do you think they're going to do? Talk bad about them or something? Or or if you call a friend, are, are the friends going to talk bad about them and tell them no, not don't hire? I mean, we have had that happen, but it's extremely rare. Okay. So use that to your advantage. I mean, if you're going through people fast and you're not doing these things, this can definitely help you uh, maintain, retain people rather. And I I just call it stickability. They've got to be able to stick. All right. And then ask specific questions. Don't don't Google questions to ask during an interview because a lot of these people are professionally trained to answer those questions. And it sounds wonderful. Uh ask specific questions. Tell me about a time when you had a problem in this area and how did you handle it? And take your time because I want specifics. If you can come up with the job name or the job worth what street it was on or what kind of unit you installed or who you were working for, or any of that specific. I want specifics. Tell me about a time when this happened, and how'd you handle it? You can't really plan for those. You can't pre-plan for those kind of questions. And then ending with, um, when I interview, my last question is, why why should we hire you? Um, Number one, why should we hire you? And number two, do you have any questions for me? So the why should I hire you? You can plan for that and it could be really, really well said. But I'm looking for specific things. I'm looking for, I'm just looking for honesty where I'm going to come in here and I'm going to work hard. I'm going to dedicate myself and I'm going to grow with you and I'm going to be your best technician. Don't tell me you want my job. That doesn't get you any bonus points. However, do you have any questions for me? This is very important because if they say, "Hmm, I don't think so, that's, that's not a good answer. But if they say, what does it take to be successful here? What kind of person works here now that is very successful here? Bam. Excellent question. Excellent question. And then I will follow up with, I will give them that answer and then I will follow up with, do you think or feel you are that type of person? That's powerful, folks. That's a great way to end. And then, of course, you need to do drug testing, which very few people do. And of course, you need to do a background check, which very few people do. And you need a, gra- a background check that at least goes back 5 to 10 years. 5 to 10 years, pretty fair. I mean, anything happened 11 or 12 or 15 or 20 years ago, hopefully you got it out of your system and and, and it's old, old stuff and, and everyone makes mistakes and we're moving forward. Okay? So those are uh, during the interview process. Uh, very important. And then set expectations from the beginning. And and we set expectations from the interv- inside the interview process. So even during the interview, you can start giving people the expectation of what it's like to work here. We expect our people to be here every day, and we expect them to be on time. And I didn't just make that up. That is Definitely one of ours. Okay, very important. Someone someone told me the other day uh, that there was a person working for another company, and they were um, they were told they would work thirty two hours a week, and they went through a couple days of busyness, and they worked they worked something like twenty hours in two days, and. They went to their supervisor and asked, does that mean I only have to work 12 hours the rest of the week? Um, no. You, you're on the schedule to work. You know, we, 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 all, we only want you to work 32 hours, but we had two busy days. Now you're going to continue to work and you might end up getting 40, 40 plus hours, but that's the way it goes. But it just amazes me. You know, just work. What happened to work? Just work. We expect our team to wear a uniform and wear it a certain way. Yes, we have a certain way to wear our uniform. Our our uniforms must be clean and pressed. They and and our we have a uniform company that does all that. If you use them, and uh, you have to wear a belt, uh, you have to wear work shoes. Uh, you have to wear if you uh, depending, but if you wear a t-shirt under your shirt. It has to be a certain color. Uh, you can only wear a McAfee hat, a McAfee logoed hat. Um, all of this stuff is just very important for professionalism. professionalism and going back to image matters. Everything matters. So we expect um, you to make mistakes. You ever heard that one before? We expect you to make mistakes. If you're not making things happen, you're not going to make a mistake. And uh, that's how you learn. So when you come into McAfee, we're expecting you to make mistakes. You're not going to get fired for making a mistake. Now, if you continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again, we you know, it's going to be a different story. But we've had new technicians come in and you know burn up you know, $500, $800 circuit boards. Okay, don't do it again. You learned what caused that. Don't do it again. Um, we had an office person, manager, wipe out our database at one time several years ago. Um, actually, it wasn't that big of a database because it's several years ago, but she wiped out the entire database and she was in tears. She was so upset. And I said, you know what? We'll, we'll start over. We'll fix it. We'll make it happen. I mean, what can we do? you know, don't do it again. Um, So we expect people to make mistakes. And we also expect people to ask questions, many questions. That's how we learn. If they're not asking questions, they're not learning. So we love questions. So all this is shared during an interview, during the interview process. So we're setting the expectation. And we know, we can tell when we're interviewing that person who really enjoys what they hear. I like that. Well, that's that's me. I like that. Yeah, that that's orderly. I like that. But if you get that far away look, deer in the headlight look, probably not a good fit. Probably not a good fit for here. And by the way, folks, sometimes when we hire people and and uh, they're just not getting it. We've done everything possible, you know. We we tell them there's probably going to be another heating and air conditioning company that you do fit in, but but unfortunately you're not fitting in here. I mean you're you're going to fit in there, but it's just our expectations just a little bit higher um, than most, and we apologize. We like you, but um, it's not going to work out also um, setting expectations we let them know about um, our training process and um, that they'll be trained even if they have experience they're going to be trained the McAfee way we're going to go through a process it could be it could be a two to four week training process or it could be a six month to a year training process it depends on what um, position they're filling or holding or, um, you know, so it just depends, but definitely there will be a training process and um, the McAfee way of doing things is definitely part of it. And there will actually be a schedule for training. Um, We never used to do that, but boy, it makes it a lot easier when you have a schedule for training, the new employee knows what to expect and when to be trained on what and when to learn. Basically. And also, we let them know when we start you out at this amount, um, but we also have, uh, especially out in the field, we have tier ratings. So, you know, it'll go somewhere from one to five tier. Starting off in one, you make this amount, starting, uh, getting, learning. Um, filling out the tiers. So your, your supervisor will fill out the tier sheets to where you know all this. So you, you earn this, then you go to tier two and you learn all this and you earn this and you know exactly where you're at. Um, what, not only what to learn, but how much you're going to make. So it could be, if I just make something up, it could be starting up, starting off at $14 an hour and going to $30 plus, you know, in tier five. So you have an idea when I get to tier five, this is what I'm going to make. And, uh, and then, and we also, we give uh, increases based on skill and attitude, performance and attitude. Uh, we also, you know, we might say um, during, during the interview process, we might say, this is how we wash trucks. We expect our trucks to stay clean. Uh, we might not get into too much detail on the how, but we let them know we wash our trucks this many times a week. Um, we might say we keep inventory, and it's re- it's required for you to keep inventory, and this is how we do it. And um, we might say we will give you a phone, we will give issue a, a phone, issue a tablet, and we expect this, this, and this, and then we talk about the handbook, and the handbook's got everything else in it. So, so, one more thing I'll I'll um, I'll end with here is uh, going a little long today. I typically keep it around thirty minutes, but uh, been talking a lot here. I guess uh, very interesting stuff for me. As you know, as I as I write this stuff out, I'm like um, this is just good stuff because I get asked a lot of this, and uh, so I put it all in one one segment. I hope it helps you as much as it helps me. Uh, just good to review anyway. But here's something new that I'll share that we just learned. Uh, it's not rocket science, but we just learned it. And it's something that we will continue to do. Um, list list some key people who have left your company. So get together in your little leadership team or your big leadership team, whatever it is. List key people who left your company. It doesn't re- doesn't matter why they left. They could have left on their own or you could have made them leave. It doesn't matter. I want the key people, and list all their highs and lows, pros and cons. And then I want you to list all all your key people that are still with you, and do the same thing: list their highs and lows and their pros and cons. And then what I want you to do is, um, you know, pick the top five highs and the top five lows of Every one of those individuals who have left, and then every one of those individuals that are still with you. Basically, if you're if you haven't figured this out already, you're putting together uh, a picture of the employees that you want to hire, the personality or the or the attitude of the, the employees that you want to hire, and then also the employees that you should not hire. Because when you look at those lows on both, in both categories, you're going to see that they're very, very, very similar. So those types of people do not work out in your company. But if you look at the highs, they're also very similar. Those are the types of people that stick. Those are the types of people you're looking for. So you build questions around those types of, of uh, descriptions. Build those questions around the the highs, and you can also build questions around the lows. Find out if they're if they're lows. Um, but anyway, that was just something for us to do. We did it. It was a project in a class that we took. I think I told you I took the transformational leadership class with uh, Ford Taylor. Uh, it was a seven day class, big investment for us. But um, you know, hopefully, it's going to be a great investment for us. Um, so far, so good. We learned a lot, but that was uh, we probably took two or th- probably two hours on that um, listing highs and lows of people who have left and highs and lows that are, people are still here. I'll tell you, what was a tough one. Was uh, was there any people on your team right now that needs to go? That's tough. That's a tough one, but you've got to you got to think about it. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, I hope all this helped you. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe below. Uh, You can also uh, support this podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because it's stuff like this that makes your business more successful. It makes your team stronger. And as always, it helps you sleep better at night. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook at the Greg McAfee Show, no spaces, no underscores. And be sure to tune in next week um, when we discuss um, holding yourself accountable. Um, I've had several people on our Iron Sharpens Iron Facebook page ask, uh, could you give us a list of how we hold ourselves accountable? So that's what I want to talk about uh, next week. Um, But as always, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Carry on. And I'll see you next week.